Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going? How has your January been? It's not the end of January as I record this, but it will be the end of January at least as you listen to this. So one month of the new year will have already gone by. Ah! Today we're talking about organizing your job search. So for some of you, this may be a completely foreign concept. And because you think of job search as just looking at job boards every chance I get, right? So what's the organization? What's the strategy there? That's the wrong way to think about this. Now, we're not going to go into detail today with specific job search strategies. I have covered that in multiple other episodes, and there's a couple that I want to point out, and I've put the links to those episodes in the show notes. One was episode 30, so way back in the day, on active versus passive job search strategies. That's an excellent one to listen to. I'm going to refer to active and passive strategies in this episode, as I have done in many episodes. In a nutshell, active strategies put you in the driver's seat. They are networking-based. Passive strategies include job boards, company websites. They put you in the passenger seat. So number 30, active versus passive job search strategies is a good one to listen to. And also episode 251, what type of job search should you launch? So I did that one just a few months ago. And that really talks about your your time frame for getting a new job, your current employment situation, all of those things, kind of putting that into a rubric to decide what's the best job search for you. Today, I want to cover the structure of your job search, dedicating time to your job search and using that time in the best way possible. So I have five tips for structuring your job search. Number one, you want to calendar in time for your job search. So as I covered in episode 251, I want employed searchers, job seekers to dedicate at least five hours a week for their job search minimum if they're going to conduct anything other than a passive look at job boards and expect to be looking for a year kind of situation. And if you're unemployed, I want you to spend 30 hours a week because this is your job. So you want to begin by deciding the blocks of time that you can consistently devote to job search. I want you to set yourself up for success. So let me give you a couple of examples. If you're employed, you might say, well, Tuesday and Thursday evenings from seven o'clock to eight o'clock, that's job search time. And I can do that consistently. Consistently, I don't have conflicts with my schedule regularly on those nights of the week. I feel good about this. Wednesdays, I'm going to try to make my lunchtime every week be devoted to networking. Either I have, maybe I have one 
professional association meeting that I go to one Wednesday out of the month, and I'm going to try to set up lunches for the others. Now, I know that that won't always work. I may have to have some flexibility to have a lunch, a breakfast meeting or a coffee day, you know, on a weekend or something like that. But I'm going to reserve that Wednesday time specifically for networking. And then I'm going to I'm going to do Sunday nights from seven to eight as well. If I'm unemployed, it may look like Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon and 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Or maybe I want to do, you know, 10 to whatever this comes out to. I'm, I'm doing math on top of my head, which is not like strong suit. But maybe it's, you know, 10 to 3, Monday through Friday, which is, what, five hours. So that's 25 hours a week. And then I spend a whole a chunk of time on the weekends or I work more hours, Monday through Thursday, take Friday off, whatever you want it to be. But 30 hours is the goal. Number two, then, is to calendar in how you will spend your job search time. And I want to go over those ratios that I've talked about before in terms of where you are in your career and how much time you should spend on passive versus active strategies. If you're right out of college or maybe you've had one job since college, 75% passive, so you can still rely on job boards. The Most of the positions that are being shown on job boards, that's who they're for is folks like you. But I do want you to do some active strategies because you're going to need that skill and that network more so as you move through your career. So let's get you started. So 75% passive, 25% active. If you're mid-career, you've been out for, you know, you're in your 30s, 40s, something like that. 50% passive, 50% active. And if you are at a senior level, 75% or preferably 100% active. So we really are moving into almost completely. And if we're at the C-level, it's going to all be active. Let's talk about what this might look like, right? What does this, what to the strategy, how will you spend this time? So if you are employed, we're going to use the example of a mid-career professional. So that's going to be that 50-50 time, 50% active, 50% passive. So the passive strategies that they're going to use, and I recommend a total of four to five job search strategies, and they're going to use job boards and target employer websites. Those are the two places that they're going to engage in passive job search. Active strategies are going to be LinkedIn networking, which I, when I'm working with my clients, I pretty much (laughs) require them to use LinkedIn because frankly, how do you do a networking based job search without LinkedIn is sort of the central hub of that job search. So LinkedIn networking, in-person networking, and professional association meetings. So what that might look like is from Tuesdays, that's 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. slot, I'm going to reach out to five people from my existing LinkedIn network to either connect or reconnect with. And I'm going to ask at least one of those people to meet with me either virtually or in person so I can set up maybe next Wednesday's networking meeting with someone. Then on Thursdays from seven to eight, that's when I'm going to focus on job boards. So I'm going to apply to jobs I found online since last Thursday. If the application deadline is such that I can wait, you know, six or five or six days. And then I'm going to apply sooner 
to those jobs if I need to. And then I'm going to look at the websites of my target employers to see if there are any opportunities there. One of the things that I teach my clients as part of an active job search strategy is to develop a list of 10 to 12 target employers, and we, we come up with that strategy for how to target them. But what I don't want them to do is while they're over here being so active and networking based with their target employers, that they miss the fact that that same employer has a job posted on their website for which my client would be a perfect fit. So I want to make sure they're also looking at the job boards. And then we want to do the plus one approach for any of the jobs that I apply to. And I've talked about this ad nauseum, but again, the plus one approach is, this is Lisa's term, doing one more thing in addition to just applying online to get increase the chances I will get noticed. So that could be asking someone to advocate on my behalf. It could be, you know, quote unquote, bumping into the decision maker, you know, a meeting or something like that, kind of making sure that I have FaceTime with that individual could be any number of things. And I've talked about those on other podcasts. And then on Wednesday, I'm going to attend my professional meeting on the third Wednesday of the month. And then on the other Wednesdays is when I'm going to try to schedule those networking luncheons, but be flexible with that. And then on Sundays, I'm going to apply to jobs that I have seen since Thursday that I don't think they can wait. I don't think I can wait until next Thursday to apply, either because there is a short deadline, it's a very popular job with a popular company, whatever the case may be. And then I'm going to still do the plus one approach on any of those that I apply for. And then I'm going to plan the upcoming week's job search on Sunday and kind of map that out. The unemployed job search could also look much the same. We just have more time spent on the activities. When I'm working with my clients, sometimes we will do rather than four to five job search strategies, we might do five or six if they're unemployed. So we do have a little bit more bandwidth for breadth, but mainly what I want is more depth. So instead of, you know, one networking lunch week, maybe maybe a, an unemployed person would have a, a goal of having three networking meetings of some sort a week. Maybe instead of, you know, five people on LinkedIn, maybe I'm going to be doing Doing some LinkedIn activity every day. So it's more depth. It doesn't necessarily have to be more breadth. Number three, reward yourself for achieving that day's job search goals. If we only reward ourselves for either a job interview or a job offer, we are setting ourselves up for a lot of days of so-called failure. But rather, I want you to reward yourself for doing the things you decided ahead of time were important for your job search for that day. Now, what does that look like? It could be a trip to the dog park. It could be downtime to read a book or watch a movie, or you get to have a glass of wine. You could also set up something a little more special or elaborate for doing it for a week. So I've achieved all the goals, all the job search goals for this week. So maybe I get to give myself a certain amount of money in guilt-free, no-strings-attached spending money. But also, if you set that up as a weekly reward, I also want you to do a small daily reward, too. It's so important that you give yourself props as we are building this relationship with ourselves and doing these job search things as we are inevitably feeling funky because they we didn't get the interview on the job that we thought we were perfect for. or We got the first interview and then they didn't bring us back for the second interview. We need that reinforcement, that that pat on the back for doing the things on a daily basis. 
Number four, I want you to periodically evaluate and adjust at least once a month. Check in with your activities and the results you're getting. Is there anything that you need to do more of, less of, start doing, stop doing? Really take a hard look. But I also want you to tell yourself the truth here. Is the strategy not working because you're not working the strategy? Or at least not with the proper energy. So, you know, let's say that one of your 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 strategies is to meet with someone once a week for lunch and you're kind of wussing out and sort of half-heartedly asking people and you're not following up because you don't really want to network with people and you don't know how to do it. Like you can't, you don't get to throw that strategy out as unsuccessful because you didn't really give it a try. You didn't really work that strategy. So the other thing that could happen here is that you might need help. Like you might get into this and realize, you know what? I really need a professional's help, a coach maybe to help me with networking or with LinkedIn. I don't know how to use LinkedIn or I'm not, I'm not sticking through with the plan. I'm setting plans on Sunday and I'm, I'm flaking out on them during the week because I get really busy at work and I need help with whether it's time management, mindset, goal achievement, whatever it is. And then finally, Find the balance between staying the course and giving yourself a break. You're going to get sick somewhere along the way, maybe. You might have a huge deadline at work coming up. You might have a family issue that's really big, a big deal that you have to attend to. It's up to you to decide, do I reschedule this day for another day in the week? I kind of make it up. Do I genuinely need to take a week off to attend to this other thing? Do I forgo today's job search plan and just pick it back up tomorrow and today's just doesn't get done? The answers really are going to depend on how quickly you want the new job, you know, how urgent is your need and and telling yourself the truth about is this a legitimate reason to take time off my job search or am I just wanting to avoid the job search and this is a good reason to do so. I hope this is helpful and I wish you happy job searching in 2023 and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.